Broadway for Thursday, March 29th, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, uh, it's been a bit of a 24 hours, I will tell you. It's been quite the whirlwind for me. But tonight, it's going to get even weirder for people on Broadway because Beetlejuice, the musical, the musical, the musical, has <laughs> its uh, first preview on Broadway at the Winter Garden Theater. We've talked about the incredible cast that it has uh, already led by Alex Brightman and Sophia Ann Caruso. Uh, should be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm super interested to see how this plays uh, in New York. We've heard articles and read Michael Riedel talk about how he basically threw people under the bus and said the show's not very good and it's not the it's only the writer's fault and nobody else's. We'll see if that's true. We'll see if there's been changes. We'll see if the talent can override any issues that it might have. But uh, we've been excited about this one here on Today on Broadway since it was originally announced. So we will see what happens there. Uh, also, yesterday, it was nice of the world to celebrate my coming to New York with World Theater Day yesterday. I'm oh, that honored was yesterday. Yeah, I'm honored and touched that people would celebrate my uh, visit to to Broadway that way. So um, I didn't know that was happening yesterday until I saw a flood of social media stuff about it. Um, my, my colleagues over at Broadway World um, did a little social media roundup of some of the folks uh, that you know very well from Broadway and, and other theatrical things about how they celebrated World Theater Day. So if you want to check that out, you can do so in the show notes. But a belated happy World Theater Day to you, James, and everybody out there listening. Well, Matt, I I, I, I hesitate to let you in on this secret. You know how uh, down in Orlando on Main Street, USA, in uh, Magic Kingdom, they have a parade every day? All right, you know? fine. Spoil so, it for me. Okay, so go ahead. Every day is World Theater Day. But we're happy, happy that you're here coming to you live from New York. <laughs> I mean, all right. I, yeah, I burst my bubble, but okay, that's fine. Hey, Matt, have you ever been to a monster truck pull? I, I have not. No, have you? No, no. But I thought about that when that uh, coming to from coming to you from New York type of announcer. You know, they used to do the, the monster truck pull, truck pull, truck pull. Sun, Sunday, 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 yeah. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it seems that that has gone. To yesteryear, or is it just that we just don't hear about it anymore? I mean, oh, no. I mean, I don't know if it's a truck pool, but there are definitely monster truck rallies out there still. There's there was one that was in Orlando not too long ago uh, at the uh, Amway Center where the Orlando Magic play. Do you think that you know next time that there's a um, monster truck pull type of thing um, or a monster truck rally that they could do hands on a hard body to get the crossover? <laughs> You know, mean, the wives can go to the hands on a hard body and the men can go to the monster truck pull. You leave the kid I'm to the cracker barrel. Honest, if they did that, nobody would actually go. Hmm. All right. Excellent. So let's move into the uh, script per se. What do we have in show and casting news? Well, James, I, I first off, uh, whether it. It was special World Theater Day because I was in town or not. I do want to thank the theater gods for not breaking any major news while I was yeah. off at a two-do two shea yesterday. So I appreciate that. We do have some news, uh, but I want to start with two of the biggest things here, James. Mostly it's casting updates, but I'm going to start off with something pretty interesting. As yesterday, it was announced that replacing Danny Burstein as Alfred P. Doolittle in My Fair Lady at Lincoln Center will be Tony nominee Alexander Gimignani. He will take over the role beginning on April 30th as 
Burstein gets ready to bring Moulin Rouge to Broadway over the summer. I feel like that's a French one that I'm going to be able to do fairly well, James. Very Moulin good. Rouge. Yes. Yeah. Um, Jim and Yanni, of course, is the multi-talented actor and musician who went from his Tony-nominated role as Mr. So in Carousel last year. Um, and I think that closed on a Sunday. And because Mean Girls has Monday performances, he stepped in as the conductor and music director for Mean Girls the very next day. Um, his father, of course, is Paul Gimignani, one of the greatest uh, MDs in musical theater history, collaborating with just about everybody, but especially Stephen Sondheim. Now, James, that's all great and true. Alex is great. Uh, but that's not the interesting part of this to me. Um, if you'll remember back when casting was originally announced for this revival, we talked about the fact that I think there was only like a nine-year difference um, between Norbert Leo Butts, who originated the role of Alfred P. Dudelow in this revival, and Lauren Ambrose, who was playing Eliza. Well, what's what's getting that that's getting kind of amplified with this new casting because and. I'm only going to be revealing people's ages because they are readily available online and on Wikipedia. Um, but I do it with the greatest amount of sensitivity and love, of course. But Alex was born on July 3rd of 1979. Currently playing his daughter, Eliza, is Laura Benanti, who was born two days later on <laughs> July 5th of 1979. Now, certainly it's theater and they can do a lot of things with Alex's makeup and make him look a little older. And of course the audience can suspend its disbelief. But I found that interesting, James, that they are not even trying to cast age appropriate in this revival anymore. Not that they really were to begin with. <laughs> so take it for what it's worth. But all right. So another very exciting thing happened yesterday is it was announced that the musical Lizzie would be coming to New York off Broadway this summer. The show has been in development for a few years. And in fact, some of these people I'm going to talk about uh, who are starring have been with it in different incarnations in the past. But it's coming after having had successful runs in London and in other places in Europe as well. But when it finally starts performances in New York at the Signature Center on July 19th, it'll have a very fun cast led of course, by 2020 Tony winner for Best Actress in a Musical, Eden Espinosa, and former leading player on Broadway and Hawk Girl on TV, Sierra Renee. The, the rest of the four-person cast will also include Carrie Sima and Shannon O'Boyle, who will be in the title role. The show features music by Stephen Cheslick DeMeyer and Alan Stevens Hewitt. Uh, Cheslick DeMeyer and Tim Manor uh, write the book, and Manor or Manor writes the book, and uh, Cheslick DeMeyer and Manor write the lyrics. It's directed by Victoria Bussert and choreographed by Jacqueline Miller. The show um, is a rock and roll look at the story of Lizzie Borden, who allegedly murdered her father and stepmother with an axe in 1892. She was eventually acquitted and no one else was ever charged. But nonetheless, the fascination in her crimes continues. There's TV shows and miniseries and movies and now a musical about Lizzie Borden um, killing May, or maybe killing people with an axe. But uh, Sierra Renee and Eden Espinosa have both actually played uh, the same role in uh, different workshops and readings and stuff of this uh, over the course of time. So it'll be really interesting to see this one here. I'm, I'm a huge fan of both Eden and Sierra. So I'm really pumped to see how this one turns out when it comes to New York uh, this summer, James. There have been so many different incarnations, uh, different productions, different writers of uh, Lizzie Borden-based musicals, sort of like The Phantom over the years. Um, uh, it's always interesting to see this come back, but nobody has ever attacked the Mendes brothers as far as I know. 
You know, I think that the Mendes <laughs> brothers would be a good uh, a good uh, basis for a musical, don't you think? No, I do not. But uh, um, they did do they did do the uh, American Crime Story or whatever they did on uh, TV a few years ago. I think Edie Falco played the prosecutor uh, or something, or maybe the defense lawyer. I didn't watch it, but. Um, Sure. I mean, look, everything gets musicalized at this point, you know, and it it wasn't a TV show um, or a movie, but it certainly played out on TV over the years. So uh, it might as well be a TV show. So sure. Let's 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 adapt it for the stage, James. I'll, I'll start looking for for writers for you. I'm uh, looking at a quick look back at my email uh, archives and I have Lizzie Borden uh, uh, plays and musicals back to 1997 the uh, press releases and announcements and things like that wow <laughs> all right there you go all right what do we have in the recommendation all right i have two things for you the first one is out in seattle at the fifth avenue theater as the new ish uh musical from aaron's and flaherty marie uh, marie dancing still uh i keep wanting to say still dancing to make it grammatically correct but whatever um it is in performances now with uh, ballet dancer Tyler Peck and, of course, the great Terrence Mann, Karen Ziemba, D. Hody, uh, and more. So we'll have highlights of that in the show notes. And the other one, James, tying it back to our first story with Alexander Gemignani replacing Danny Burstein, we have uh, an exclusive from Vulture that is uh, taking a very inside look at Get Me to the Church on Time from My Fair Lady on Broadway. In fact, it's so inside look. They put a GoPro on Kirsten Anderson, who is in the ensemble, but is also the alternate for Eliza. But she, this, she's doing her ensemble role here. Danny talks about the um, talks about the number. Kirsten talks about the number. You kind of follow her around. She just they just put a GoPro on her top hat kind of thing, and they follow around. Um, very interesting. It's. Um, it's a fun number when you see it. It's an even more interesting number when, or like it's fun when you see it from the audience, but it's even more interesting when you see it from inside James, because you get to see kind of the interactions that people have, the reactions that they have watching Danny. It's uh, super fun and super cool. And they did it with an audience. And when I first saw the headline, I kind of assumed they would just, you know, do it on stage, uh, you know, and, and like they do B roll for so many other things, but no, audience in full and i know james that kind of uh ruffled your feathers a little bit didn't it it's so dangerous i mean somebody's recording the the actors could get hurt it's tremendously dangerous i can't believe that they would do that so irresponsible (laughs) you're making fun but i think what people are really talking about when they say the it 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 could be dangerous if you record from the audience i think it's the distraction i don't think they're going to be distracted by kirsten having a gopro on her hat because they know it's coming so Six of one, half dozen of the other, but your your joke is still much appreciated. Well, uh, the uh, I, I, the amount of people killed every year at Disney when all the tourists record those shows, I mean, this has got to stop. <laughs> it's so dangerous. Well, yes. Okay. I, the, the, <laughs> that's funny, actually, because uh, there's like you can watch anything on Disney on YouTube. But um, but of course, the real reason not to record in a theater is while they might say, oh, it's dangerous and it's distracting, it's also illegal. I mean, that's Oh, no, really, no, no. Absolutely. Yeah. Stop saying it's dangerous. You, you sound like yes. a fucking idiot. Yes. You know? <laughs> I mean, it, it's not dangerous. It, it's your livelihood. They're taking your ability not to make money 
away from you, and they should not do that. And it is illegal. Absolutely, you should not be recording in a theater, but stop saying it's dangerous. You, you just look like a child. It, it's also the thing where they say they, – I don't think they say it anymore, but, oh, turn your, turn your phones off on the airplane. It could mess with the instruments. Yeah. No, no, it's not. <laughs> it's really not. It's not. Your cell phone is not messing with the plane's instruments. Unless you have the airplane app on your phone, and then you can fly it whatever direction you want. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh, technology. That's a whole other podcast. All right, what do we have in other news? All right, real quick, let's get through the rest of this stuff. On Wednesday, we learned that Tedra Milan, Daniel Oreskes, and Nico Santos would join the previously announced Marin Ireland and Susan Sarandon in the world premiere of Happy Talk, written by Jesse Eisenberg. The production from the new group also announced that it had already extended by a couple of weeks and would now play from April 30th through June 16th at the Signature Center, coming up here next month. And finally, yesterday, the cast was announced for an upcoming one-night-only concert of the iconic Broadway musical I Do, I Do from the York Theatre Company. The evening kicks off an 18-month celebration of the York Theatre Company's landmark 50th anniversary. And this show it is going to feature a completely reimagined uh, approach to this iconic musical because, James, as I'm sure you know, based off that yes you gave a, a second ago um, – the musical covers 50 years of a marriage and only features two people. Do you remember who did it originally on Broadway, James? Who the couple was? Oh, I can't recall. Who was it? I believe it was Robert Preston and Mary Martin who did it uh, originally, but uh, maybe I'm misremembering that. They did it some somewhere. But anyway um, – the show will now include five couples, uh, some of whom will be played by Louis Cleal, Janet Metz, Peter Sade, Lynn Wintersteller, the great Brad Oscar, and the show's book and lyric writer Tom Jones, amongst others. We'll have the complete cast in the show notes. This concert will play on April 8th. And what it's, what's interesting to me, James, is the press release didn't really say if this was just, hey, we're going to have ten people, five couples. Um doing it for this concert or if there is some sort of adapted version now where there are multiple couples involved. It wasn't very clear in that press release. So it'll be interesting to see if there has been some sort of revisions on April 8th, kind of change this show from being a two hand musical to being something that actually has 10 people in it. So should be interesting, but um, a great group of talent in that show and a show and a, uh, and a musical that really doesn't get done very often because of its uh, unusual nature. Let me correct something here. It's I do exclamation point. I do exclamation point. Thank you. We it, love our punctuation. It was Mary Martin and Robert Preston. Uh, I had seen an off-Broadway production of it, and, I, and obviously I didn't see that one. I didn't see this one either. Lucy Arnaz and Lawrence Luckinbill. Lucy wow. and Lawrence. So yeah, that ran, was it, uh, 83 in a revival. Yeah, it ran for a long time. But like like basically everything Tom Jones writes, it, it, it sets records for – uh, for long-running musicals. Yeah, so this uh, ran originally at the 46th Street Theater for 560 performances, uh, just about a year and a half, which is a, quite a run in 66. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I think there was something else with it running. Like the, it, there's, I think we've I've talked about this before. I feel like the same couple has done this show for like 40 years somewhere 40 years straight that's another we'll, we'll i'll find that story because i feel like we've talked about this before but anyway all right uh so is that it i guess that's it that, that is it why don't you get us out of here matt 
All right. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt. And if you happen to be at Fiddler on the Roof in Yiddish or Kiss Me Kate today, uh, you might be able to find me there, too. So let me know uh, on uh, one of those social media platforms and say hi. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for spending some of your Friday. It's not Friday yet. It's Thursday. Oh, oh my goodness. Damn Thanks for <laughs> It's always a day ahead. It's today plus one. Thanks for spending some of your Thursday with us. And <laughs> go see Matt at the theater. And uh, we'll be back and talk to you tomorrow. 